This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hi, Jason Glick. What's going on? <sighs> well, I promised you guys a, a wrist-slittingly good podcast um, last time. And, you know, I, I aim to deliver right here. Because like, I'm going back to a Japanese creator that I really like, um, Inio Asano. And I've already done one podcast on him back when he had exactly three um, properties to talk about. Um, one was Solanine, which is um, like a ja- like um, talk about which is like a slice of life story about um, like um post like um post college um Japanese um like um Japanese young adults who you know, were trying to figure out what they wanted to do with their life, and it mixed in just the right amount of um like of sadness and uh, off kilter comedy in order to be um really memorable in my my opinion. It's like I really like this and you know and spoiler warning it still remains like the best example of what i want of um his work in um it's like in in english to date he also uh, viz also did a uh two volume post two volumes of his um short short works on what a wonderful world which showed um you know it's like how you know quirky like you know like um real life situations can be and also like deliver like a uh, like ultimately heartwarming um, story at the end. So like but and then for years we there was nothing until um Fantagraphics did Dishigarhara Hoglaf, which is um, David Lynchian um nightmare about it's like about um people trying to uh, like um deal it's like deal with a certain inc- incident in there, it's like it's like in their early it's like early teen lives and you know, just what it all meant. So but and si- now since then, th- we've actually got a couple more works, including um, let's see, um, a girl on the shore from Vertical, which was good in the sense that you know talked about these two um, hi- like junior high students who are trying to um, deal with their with the emptiness in their lives by um, with um casual sex, and like I said, the craft behind it was good, but it was also. You know, the kind of thing that would ruin your day it's like after you read it. And then around the same time we also got um Viz's publication of his of um what is at this point Asano's longest work, um Goodnight Pun Pun. Now the thing is with Goodnight Pun Pun, I I I can easily respect the amount of craft and technique that that went into this. And um, I've I've mentioned um, that you know sometimes the uh, like the fact that it can be uh, you know kind of depressing in a predictable manner like in my reviews well that range true as well in fact I've been reading um, a scanly version of one of his works um, Downfall about a manga um, creator who um, like after he finishes his work just has just does not know what to do next with his life um, it's and that's kind of like, you know, really depressing, but in a fairly straightforward manner. It's like, and it's also one volume. Like, Solanine was a two-volume work that was condensed into one volume. And the thing is, though, it's like, while I'm still waiting for a downfall to be completed in scanlated form, and um, like Solanine exists, Solanine and its wonderful world like, exist in um, completed forms, as is... Um, like a girl on the shore, you know, they, uh, 
they ultimately like end like interestingly like you know positive you know happy um like direct like i'm um, storytelling directions like at their end like you know in the end like you know like asano who is someone who realizes like the world is kind of a horrible horrible place that kind of can beat you down like um more more often than not but in the end it's something that's ultimately worth living in it, that that realm he's actually not too dissimilar from from warren ellis like if you look at his um like his collector works as well. So, but the thing with the Goodnight Poon Poon is that, you know, 13 volumes, well, okay, like the way it was published in, in English is that um, the first six volumes were two in one volumes, and the final volume is just one solo volume. Well, it's like this is a story that, you know, like for, like for, uh, to communicate uh, Asano's belief that, you know, the world is ultimately worth living in despite all the um, horribleness that forced upon you, it's probably pushing that way too far. Okay. Now, to uh, like describe the series, like, 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 to get the concept behind it, um, it's actually kind of experimental in the sense that, that you know, it's, it's got a very heightened sense of reality. In the sense, in the sense that, you know, like, um, Poon Poon, the main character, like is a uh, is introduced to us in as an elementary school character, but also as a uh, as some as as he's rendered in the uh, series itself as a uh, crudely drawn um bird like um cre- bird like creature. It's like, and I mean, it's not like, like I mean, rest of rest of Asano's um like um art style is highly realistic realistic i mean it's incredibly detailed it's like you i mean you look at you, you see all the uh acknowledgments he gives at the end of each volume to um to the to his assistants and it's like yeah it's like these guys earn their earn their um worth by all of the uh with the love detail that's invested in their um like in the background drawings and the characters because it's like the it's like so detail intensive except for um poon poon himself and his immediate family. Now, the reason I think this was done this way is to um, allow the reader to um, fully, to more imprint himself on him or herself, like on Poon Poon. Because as uh, Scott McCloud pointed out in, um, like in understanding comics, like it's a lot easier to for to care to identify with for a reader to identify with someone who is, who is. Um, like um crudely drawn, it's like you know, it's like you can look at you can look at like someone who was like you know drawn with, like the more realistically your a character is drawn, the harder it is to identify, identify with, like the uh, like the more crudely drawn they are, the easier it is to like for you to imprint their your own like um values and beliefs on there, and it's it's like and on one hand I think it's. I think he is success, successful at this, especially in the beginning when, um, like we see Poon Poon as an elementary schooler, and um, we understand he has an unhappy home life with um, his dad, who is like you know unemployed, and you know asking his mom for a beer, and mom like get, like gets angry at him, but they're all drawn in like in this crude, um, like bird like, um, like bird like design. It's like, and then like. At the end of the first chapter, when um, 
like when you see um, his dad, like you know, like in this crude bird-like design, standing over his mom, who is like had this, like is who is visibly unconscious. It's like even in this like design, but also has this like you know like giant um, welt on her. Like you think like oh god, like he just beat her into consciousness, and he and he tells Poon Poon that um like, no Poon Poon, there's a there was a robber. It's like, and T Texas, you believe me, don't you? And you see this, and you think that it's it's a way to, um, you know, distance the reader from feeling like that it's feeling the worst of it. That it's like, you know, hey, a, he's got an awful story that that any, that Asano has a story as an awful story he wants you wants to tell you. But he also needs you to like be fully invested, but also manage like sense of distance, in the sense that, you know, it's like, like this is happening to cartoon characters, as opposed to real characters themselves, and that that works like for us like to a certain point. But at the same time, though, what happens to Poon Poon like is like insanely depressing. I mean. We find out early on that he um that he um falls madly in love with um with Aiko, the um transfer student to um like who comes into his um, elementary school like early on and he believes that you know she is the one and as we find out as the story goes on you know it's like this belief that he has um is you know whether it's right or not. It's like leads him down a very, very dark rabbit hole. Because one of the things that um, as after uh, business with his dad and his mom um, gets passed, um, his uncle comes to live with him, and his uncle has his own issues as well. And but one of the things he tells um Poon Poon is that hey, you know, hey, you t- you see t- this chant tinkle tinkle hoy. Um, that God will come and um, like and like and offer and help you. <sighs> the uh, when we what we learn later on is that this chant comes that um, Yuichi um, lear- heard was from a girl, a high school girl, that um, was attending his pottery classes, and and while she told him this. Then um, we learn that um, this girl was being um, like, kept captive by her mo- by her mother, and um, she eventually tricks one of um, Yuichi's um, um, co-workers into uh, killing um, her, not killing, attacking her mother. It's like and like like through through seduction and every it's like and everything. It's like and you realize that you know this this chant is like, isn't um, something that is like, you know, went to help you. Like Yuichi basically gave um, Poon Poon the, uh, the means to summon a demon who is going to torment him throughout, throughout his life. And it's like, I guess, you know, it's, there is a, uh, there is a lot of magical realism in, it's like in Goodnight Poon Poon from like, you know, from this God, 
um, who um, is drawn in a very photorealistic style, who I would not be surprised to learn is actually Asano himself, photoshopped into his work. But also, um, like through uh, some of the like um, Pumpun's um, elementary school friends, like uh, like Shimizu, who um, like sees his own poop god, and also there's the um, cult, um, there's the um, Cosmo Science um, cult um, figure that's also kind of a um, prominent um, visual visual figure in here. It's like, and it's like I said, it like it's a it's a frightening, like almost Lynchian nightmare. It's like looking through um, like Poon Poon's like um, like evolution from elementary school student to middle school student, high school student, um, just dealing with the uh, like the dramas that come from like from from each of these um like um growths in his life from you know from from betraying Aiko in his own in his own mind to it's like to um trying to be a, a normal trying to live life as a normal um, high school student and get getting laid but also getting laid and um realizing how horrible it can be it's like especially when like the person who was um laying you is um, your uncle's girlfriend and who is just trying to um, alleviate the own loneliness in her life. It's like, and then I'm um, going into college and um, meeting with a manic dream pixie, pixie girl, Sachi, who like has her own, um, own dreams, but also it's like, it's not really, um, not as she first meets him well-equipped to deal with um, Poon Poon's own issues, so it's the series is basically just de- trying trying to show you how someone who is you know not really well equipped to deal with you know the social requirements that are that are established in life. It's like yeah, it's like you know tr- goes about to survive. I mean, even when he meets when Poon Poon meets um, Aiko later in the series, you think that okay. This is going to be the moment where he finally finds happiness. And then it sinks into even deeper darkness and despair when um, Poon Poon has to deal with um, what he thinks is just going to be like her mother and trying to, um, you know, say, hey, you know, like, you know, Aiko is just going to go ahead and do with her own, her own thing right here. But then he um, winds up having to strangle her after her mother goes psycho. But even then, it's like, you know, is that actually what happens? It's like, you know, Aiko, you know, tries to, uh, you know, tell him this is actually what happened, but is it? It's like, it's good night. Poon Poon. It's like, is definitely not a happy series. It is. It is. However, one that is executed with, um, an immense amount of craft and, um, something that, and I believe, and, um, something that, I, I really believe that Amasano is a singular talent. But at the same time, though, it's like, this is one of those series where, you know, if I wasn't, um, if I wasn't a regular podcaster, I wouldn't have gone, gone and reread this because, God damn, this is really fucking depressing. It's like, even the, um, the final, final volume where, you know, things, do kind of reach a uh, I don't know, it's a final volume things things get really fucking dark 
at one point. But in the end, it's like, you know, like, um, Poon Poon, it's like his situation does manage to, um, reach beyond that darkness and find, finds a reason to continue on living. Do I feel that's earned? Not, not really, to be honest. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's like, I, I keep thinking back to, um, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips work, um, fade out the fade out when at the final issue, when the main character has kind of, you know, gotten his buddy killed, um, floundered his final chance to find out everything and then come face to face with, um, the guy who the Hollywood fixtures, he was a bit assigned to clean up everything. It's just, all right, fucking kill me. It's like, I, that's it. It's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's gone full dark. It's like, you know, when you realize that, you know, it's like nothing the main characters can do can, they like, you know, can, um, deliver a happy ending right, right there. But, you know, circumstances conspire against them. And in the end, they're, they're able to keep on living with some semblance of a, uh, uh, of a happy life, I guess. No, I. There is there is a uh, section in um, Goodnight Poon Poon where the title character does manage to um, achieve some sort of like a life of normalcy, only to have it um, like um, thrust away from him after a certain point. So, uh, excuse me. Okay, and you know, it's like it shows you that you know, it's like he is capable of having a happy life, but it's still, you know, it's like it's it's it still feels kind of awkward with his um, you know antisocial tendencies, and I guess that's what kind of keeps me from believing that you know the uh, happy the happy ending he finds himself in, like, even though he was able to invest himself like in this um, in a somewhat happy or I guess normal relationship with with Sachi. It's like it. Um, it's like it keeps from like from from fully believing in that I'm um, happy ending. It's like, but you know, it's like in the end, it's like you know, I guess to contradict myself, it's like he was able to um, like take achieve some semblance of normalness. Like after, um, like after that um, interaction of normalcy, it's like huh, I contradict myself all over here. So, you know, it's like I guess the thing is, like after reading like what is like essentially thirteen volumes, like of a series, you know, it's like you can't you can't really invest yourself. I mean, deliver a uh, an unhappy ending would just be kind of like like oh. Man, it's like I'm glad this is over. I don't want to read this ever fucking again ever. Like regardless of its um, critical merits, but um, in the end, I don't know. It's like good night, Poon Poon. It's like I can't. I honestly can't ignore the feelings that it, it's like that it stirs and that it stirs in me. It's like like I said, it there are parts of the that feel immensely relatable, and parts of it that just that that feel it's like you know I I. It's like I you know I can completely re- I can completely reject them, but first of it that they, they, they get that get me. 
It's like it's it's like they just like it's like a knife through the heart. Like really. It's like it's like I said, it's it's like it's a very like like moving involving work, but at the same time though it's like it's it's like it's really depressing as well. And I guess that's kind of what keeps me from like um, fully embracing it because in the end, it's like you know, I want something that I want works that will um, get me to um, reread them, regardless of the fact that um, that I that I, I do that I do a podcast and I'm constantly for new material to talk about, um, like stuff like say um, like Unbox of Poison from Alex Robinson, like I really enjoyed rereading that for my 100th um, podcast. Good night, Poon Poon. It's probably something that I wouldn't have reread if not for the fact that, you know, it's like I reread everything for my um, podcasts. So, like I said, I highly respect the craft and skill that a song displays in, it's like, in creating it. But at the same time, it's really goddamn depressing. It's like, because it's like it really, it really does like you know connect with those feelings. It's like and it's like and the character's arc as well. It's like, but um, I'm not. Sh- but you know, it's like well, it's going to um maintain a place in my library, um you know until I die. I'm honestly really not sure if I'm going to go and um reread it um before I die, because you know there's lots more. Um, entertaining stuff that I could check out um, before then. So, I guess that's it. And that's a really uplifting note to um, end this podcast on. Um, unless, John, um, you, you got any um, like uh, positive stuff we can um, wrap this up on? Well, except for maybe it really is good night, Poon Poon. Yeah. It's like, yeah, especially when he tries to sta- tries to carve his his left eye out in order to get rid of God's presence. Because, yeah, that's like uplifting everyone. Yeah. Yep. Ask people who have already done that before. See how effective it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Yes, uh, I, I'm talking about something that. Well, I'm expecting it to be like kind of the Jurassic Park three of comic book sequels. That is. Um, the Dark Knight Returns, um, three, the mas- the Master Race. So oh. maybe it will be legitimately entertaining, or maybe it will just be, um, you know, it's like not quite as ridiculous as um, the Dark the Dark Knight Traits again, which I was entertained by, even if I will acknowledge that it's not really any good. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right. Later. Bye.